Hey everyone, and welcome back to Just Mel's Journey with Friends, the podcast. I hope that you all have been enjoying the last few episodes, and I hope that you are taking time for yourself, doing your self-care, eating, drinking your water, taking your meds, and all of those things. Today, we're going to be speaking with Tiffany, and Tiffany is going to talk about some of her chronic illnesses and some different things that she deals with every day. So thank you all so much for all of the love and support you guys have been showing the podcast. We really appreciate it. I am going to be starting to interview people here again soon. I'm just taking a little bit of a break um, for my mental health and just trying to get my my health back to normal, I guess, or normal as I'm going to be, I guess. Anyways, I hope that you all enjoy this episode and thank you so much for listening. I got quite a few infections over the years. And then finally in 2016, I had three infections in one month and they decided that it was time to remove that section of bowel with that section of bowel being removed. The reconnection part or the reanastomosis point where they hook the bowel back up together. um, And I ended up, with a colostomy um oh Oh, go ahead sorry and then i ended up with also a a surgical wound and when that healed when i was all healed we went to do a removal of the colostomy and then three feet of my bowel died i was in a coma for eight days in the hospital for 22 I had to learn to swallow and eat again. And um, so I ended up with a colostomy and I, I've had, you know, I'm not going to ever not have a colostomy. It's permanent. Um, A lot of people think of it as an old person's kind of thing, but there's a lot of us out there with them. Um, people with Crohn's, ulcerative colitis, cancer, um, Ehlers-Danlos syndrome, Hirschsprung syndrome can all end up uh, with ostomies. Yeah, and oh my goodness, you the coma and then having to relearn all of those things. Have you seen like as you got out of the hospital and everything? Do you have any sort of like? Um, like a medical PTSD from all of that? Goodness, yes. <laughs> yes, medical PTSD is real and alive. Um, it's I, I just don't trust doctors uh, going to the in- hospital for anything. I get panicked. I have to... It, it's crazy. I'm sure you have some of that too, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yeah. And and then it's hard to start trusting when you get new doctors and everything. It's hard to really trust them. So you have this kind of guard up and then it's like, you know, I want to make sure that we'll be a good team, but I also don't want to tell you all about everything that's gone on with me because I don't know if we're going to work out together. And so it's so frustrating. It's like dating, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Like, and then people are like, oh, well, you're doctor shopping. Like, yeah, I am because I want to make sure that this care team is who will actually work with me. I don't want to go with someone that, you know, you have options when it comes to, and it sucks with um, chronic illnesses, especially with like some of the rare or complicated chronic illnesses, because then you're kind of limited to the specialists that you can see. 
but it's like I don't want to see someone that doesn't believe anything that I say and doesn't want to help me right and you know doctor shopping of course why not in this day and age why can we not do that we shop around for nannies for our kids we shop around for caregivers for our parents around for a tv why can't we shop around for a doctor that fits us best without being judged for it exactly and even my most recent thing with the neurosurgeon he was like well why did you leave and it's like read my chart you know (laughs) like but yes um so with the colostomy how does that affect like your day-to-day especially I don't know too much with um like how it affects with your type 2 diabetes as well because I know as type 2 you're more apt to wounds getting infected and things like that Um, yeah well what I have to do with my bag is I I I empty it quite, I empty it multiple times a day. I change it probably every four to five. I have to watch what I eat with it because it's, and you're right, it's a double-edged sword because people with an ostomy are supposed to have a bland, fiberless diet. You know, for the most part. Yeah. Right. But when you're diabetic, you're supposed to have the highest, complex carbs versus you need those um like whole grains and everything so it's a long acting carb so that you don't spike like i right um has it been hard so i apparently didn't write when you got your ostomy um but has it been oh okay um and so you said that you'll have that for the rest of your life. Is there anything that you think with the diverticulitis that um, you'll have to do anything else besides the ostomy or? Um, I might have to um, have an, I might have to have my rectum, a big kind of surgery healing process. Yes. I actually saw a girl on TikTok that was talking about her um, having the rectum removed and then them sewing up everything. And she, it sounds like not a very pleasant healing. And they said that it's like one of the top three most painful surgeries. Yeah, we call it in Barbie butt and Ken butt surgery. That's Uh, what she called it. Yep. Um, um so, and that's something that you're gonna have to do in the future yeah how do you feel about that it makes me nervous um it it frustrates me a bit like I have healing issues anyway because like we said I'm a type 2 diet yeah it's kind of it's rough and scary I, I- but of a national problem people are getting it younger and younger because of that oh, okay. um because more fast foods less more processed foods less whole grains less vegetables and so their bodies are having a harder time and it creates pouching when you strain to go to the bathroom it creates those little pouches in your bowel and stuff And a lot of people don't even know they have diverticulosis. It's not until they get an infection do they know that they have something wrong. Okay. Um, And then you said that you have chronic pain. Um, And I I know chronic pain is 
one of the worst things to deal with, especially when it comes to doctors and everything. How is that? Um, I guess when were you diagnosed and how has that affected I was, you? Since 2017 with chronic pain, um, it has affected me in many ways. I, it it changes how you how I interact with the world. Um, meaning, like if I'm having a bad pain day, I don't typically do anything. Um, I I'm more moody on a bad pain day. The I went to a pain management doctor and they wanted to put me on uh, a high power opioid and, but they told me that I had to get first before they would give me the opioid. And I just didn't want, and that was their answer. I just don't want to feel like I'm asleep all the time. That way I want help with my pain, but I don't want to have to have and be in bed 24 seven. So I've, I've gone to, uh, marijuana when I can for pain management, because it actually helps me with managing pain on the regular. And I end up only having to smoke at night so I can relax and go to do you feel that like the smoking helps with the um, ostomy as well? I know that some people say that it helps with their GI issues. It helps with my stomach, yes. It That's does. Um, is there... Um, what other things do you want to talk about? Um, Social Security. Let's tap on that one there for a minute. SSI. I just had my uh, hearing on Friday to see if I get SSI. Okay. SSDI or whatever it is. Yeah, disability. Okay. Um, um, and it's such a long process. It's so... Oh I started in 2019. I had a... I got a denial pretty much right away, which we kind of in because that standard operating procedure for security, security administration is to deny you at least once. Then uh, I they made me talk to one of their shrink doctors and he didn't, he said that I didn't qualify. So we, we did the appeal. I mean, it's just been a long process and I think there's so many people who are just being swept under the rug and not oh, yeah. being paid attention to and they're suffering and there's so many people who if they had that disability benefit they've put into the disability system anyway they've worked you know 20 years 10 years however long they work they put into it they deserve to have their social security disability when they can no longer work, it's such a hard thing. It's like, oh, you got to wait three years. No, that why? Why is that a thing? You know, it's so frustrating. I know, and it it really isn't frustrating. I see so many people on like TikTok and everything, or even like you watch like 
reality TV and there's people that are like, oh, I just don't want to work. And I'm like, how did that get accepted? Like, I want to know who the judge was. I want to know how exactly they got approved for it because other people that I know, like myself included, you have to fight, you have to get attorneys, you have to go to court, you have to get denied, you have to do all of these things. And it's like, what else do you people need to see? You know, like, what else can I show you besides you coming and living with me for one day to see the pain that I'm in, to see, you know, whatever the case may be? It's so dang frustrating. It is. And if, like, how somebody can just oh, I don't feel good today. And they're all on disability. And then they're, you're right. It's, then there's those of us who are suffering for years and we get the runaround. It's just yeah. not right. So you went on Friday. Have they given you an answer yet? No, they have 45 days, days to answer. answer. 45 days. <laughs> like, I just don't understand it. Like, and I, so I get when COVID happened. I totally understand. Like everywhere shut down. I get that. However, then things started opening back up, and then there was, like, the backlog, you know, of everything. But then it's like, guys, we're in t- we're at the end of 2022, you know? Like, I don't really understand why it's like, oh, well, we're going to give you an answer in the next, like, 45 to 95 days. Well, why is it taking that long? What are you doing in those 45 days? Do you think magically my chronic condition is going to disappear? It's not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if chronic illness community, Maybe chronic pain community needs more support, needs more FaceTime on TikTok, more face everywhere, I think. And that chronic go out. Um, anyways, is there anything else that you want to talk no. about? Or, um I think I'm pretty good. I mean, I think we chatted quite a bit about stuff and i really really do appreciate you doing this um Uh, absolutely 